one time for the city. My city. Bitch, I'm from the land till I die. Till I die. On the east side, till I die. Till I die. Till I die. Bubba now bone thugs till I die. Till I die. In the hood, I'm good till I die. Yes, people, it's Wednesday, which means it's another chin check coming at you. Now, there's no UFC this coming weekend, but there's still fights, right? So, we, this episode, will be looking ahead to Friday's LFA 98. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We got the middleweights headline in the card, people, and we're breaking down the fights. So uh, let's get busy, right? Till I die. Okay, so the main card has seven fights, and we start off in the ladies' strawweight division. We've got Tabitha Ritchie. Against Vanessa Marie Grimes At the moment Grimes She's on a 1-5 and five Record With um, 5 straight Losses So um, Yeah her, her one pro win Was her pro debut And that was October 2016 Against Um Fasis Souza. Now, she like she won a few fights in her um, amateur career, but yeah, just hasn't been able to um, get the rub of things in the pros. It kind of seems that um, yeah, she's a bit shaky when it comes to jujitsu. But she's been, you know, she's been submitted uh, three times. You know, one decision and one TKO. Right? So, um, she's fighting, you know, Tabitha Ritchie, who's 3-0. Right? Won um, all three pro fights. So, you know, she's um, definitely riding high on that front of things. So, her last win came, actually, in her LFA debut. So, that was um, LFA 90, you know, where she uh, got a decision win over Kelsey Arneson. And that was September 2020. You know, so... Um, I, you know, I think when you look at a record, right? I, yeah, I think you would give um, Richie the uh, the advantage here. Now, only three pro MMA wins, but she has also got six six wins in. Um, I'm not quite sure what it is, right? Because it's, it's, it's some custom rules thing at SEIZA, right? So, um, yeah, she got all the way to, to the fourth round, and, um, yeah, she won that, you know? So, um, you know, she, she lost one fight in the third round, 
she also won three others. You know, so, um, yeah, you know, I, I think all of that added on to her actual MMA experience, plus that loss, right? Now, I'm not quite sure what the hell this is, right? But, um, you know, getting a loss, that kind of alleviates that pressure, and it's not in her MMA, so, you know, she doesn't have to kind of, you know, have that concern on that side of stuff, so, um, yeah, I would, um, I'm giving Richie the, uh, yeah, I'm giving her the, the nod here to be able to get the win, so, um, yeah, there we go with that one, so this leads us to our next fight, it's a lightweight, and we have got Dakota Bush against Austin Clem. Okay, so uh, the king, that's Clem, he is four and one on a free fight win streak. Yes, he his last win was um, in Bellator. Okay, so it took place in February last year, and he beat Aaron Chalmers. Yeah, it was a unanimous decision. Um, and previously before that, he beat, uh, Caleb Collins at Walkout FC 17, that was in June 2019, and he also fought another time in 2019, in January, same, um, organisation at their 14th event, and he beat Frank Byers, so, looking at things, I think you can see that Clem, yeah, he likes, he likes a choke, right? He's, um, you know, won three of his pro fights via submission, yeah, and the other one just by decision. So, um, yeah, you know, he won a, um, a few of his amateur fights by decision as well. But, you know, he's going up against Harry. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Dakota Bush, Harry. Yes. Oh, Dakota. So, he's currently 7-2. and two. He's uh, coming off a win in his last fight, which was at LFA 92. And he beat Brian Deris. Rosario via rear naked choke. So that was in the first round, and that fight was in October last year. So, um, yeah, he lost to Jalal Willis at LFA 67. So um, that one took place in April. Um, no, sorry, April. May 2019, right, but, um, yeah, you know, he, uh, won the two fights before that, uh, it looks like he's fought, uh, you know, a lot of the, um, last few fights since 2017 for, um, LFA, right, so, um, you know, he knows the organisation, understands it all, 
And um, he also does like a submission win, right? So he has won um, three of his, no, four of his pro fights via decision, uh, one by TKO, right? So, um, yeah, I know that LFA think very highly of Bush, um, and I, I kind of feel, right, so they're probably a bit even when it comes to, um, you know, submissions, but, yeah, Bush also has the TKO win. Right, so he might have slightly heavier hands. So I will say that um, Bush is able to walk away with the win in this one. Okay, so that takes us to our first of two light heavyweight clashes. Okay, we have got Zach Puga against James Ashby Thomas. It's always fun when we get to see, um, you know, the the big dudes throw down, right? So Thomas, he's um one pro fight and one pro win. Well, so yeah, uh, and he beat Awesome Furman. Yeah, awesome Furman. Um, February last year, it was a TKO in the second round. Uh, so he's going up against a Puga, who's also one and zero in his pro career. It's coming off a six-fight win streak when you include his five amateur fights. Right, so um. Yeah, Thomas only has one amateur fight, and he lost that one. So, um, yeah, I would definitely say that Puga is coming in with, um, you know, more experience and, um, yeah, a, a, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of momentum. Right, so uh, looking at everything, he's got TKO wins and he's also got submission wins. Right, his um, last fight was at LFA 87 and that was July last year. So I, I think with all the added experience, Poger is probably going to grab the win here. You know? But, uh, yeah, I mean they've only they both only had one pro fight though, so you know it is still a bit of a toss up. You know what I mean? Anything can happen when you get to those heavier weight classes. So our next light heavyweight clash, we see a Joshua Silvera against Matt Paul. And the monster Paul, he is three and two, coming off a win in his last fight. So um, that was Carmen Olsen at Pinnacle Combat 26, and that took place in October 2018. Now, he did um, compete 
in 2019. That was a grappling competition, fight to win, 101. And uh, he won via armbar. That was February 2019. So, um, yeah, he's been out of action for a while. Now, he does have experience of a big show. He fought in Bellator in 2017. It was a loss, but, you know, that's that's still, I feel, valuable experience. Right? Now, let's take a look at De Silva. He's 3-0, seven win streak. Um, So that's three pro fights. And then seven amateur fights. No, sorry, four amateur. God damn it, my maths. Four amateur fights, three pro fights. And, um, yeah, all stoppages. You know what I mean? So uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty impressive, right? He, he's got a mix of submissions and TKOs. We have a bit of a mixture with the submissions as well. You know, rear, rear naked and um, tri- arm triangles. So, um, yeah, the silver boy, he's coming in with, um, you know, uh, probably an advantage with the array of weaponry and a hell of a lot of momentum as well. As, um, you know, I think uh, more recency in the uh, in the cage, right? He fought two times last year and um, he fought once in 2019. So, yeah, I, I feel that De Silva, De Silva is um, going to take this one. You know what I mean? He is definitely coming in just, uh, yeah, vibing, right? Vibing, people. So we now drop all the way down to the bantamweight division. And we have got Richard Palancia against um, Jimson Sudino. Okay, so, Dominion Sudino, he's um, 9 and 6, coming off a win in his last fight, right? So, that was against Mitch Stockton, right? Extreme Fight Night 356, and that was February 2019, and, uh, yeah, definitely a, a needed win for him as he was coming off the back of a five-fight losing streak. So, um, yeah, props to, uh, you know, yeah, props to Saldino for sticking with it. You know what I mean? Not losing faith in himself, sticking with it and um, getting the win. Right, so um, yeah, looking at things, he's got a you know he's got a TKO win, he's got yeah a few TKOs and uh, 
yeah, one submission, right, and, uh, yeah, he's opponent, right, so, Palsia, he's, uh, he's 8-0, and 8-0 on a nine fight win streak when you factor in his one sole amateur bout and um yeah he's got TKOs and he's got submissions right so you know he's fought at LFA before three times well I mean this will be his third fight um for the organization his last Fight though was a win over Federico Oliveira at Combate 24, and that was September 2018. He did have a fight scheduled last year, but unfortunately that got cancelled. Now he has been out for a while, but he is riding a. Whew, a huge momentum wave. You know, he's fought for um, LFA before. So, yeah, I think um, Palencia, yeah, I think Palencia will take this one. Yeah. Oh, so definitely all fun and games. But that leads us to the co-main event. Now, this takes place at Lightweight, and we've got J.J. Okanovich against Lucas Clay. Right. Now, Cassius, of course. Of course, Clay will have the nickname Cassius, right? He's 6-1 on a current two-fight win streak. Right, so his last fight was November 2019. He beat Craig Fruff with a triangle in the third round. But he fought the month before, right, October 2019. And he had a decision win over John Ramirez. So, yeah, I'd say that's pretty impressive. You know, pretty impressive, people. Right, um... Yeah, that was the, his only fights in 2019. He uh, then he fought. Oh, he uh, what is this? Three times in 2018, two wins and a loss. You know, but uh, yeah, he he can definitely throw on a submission. You know, rear naked, dust, triangles. Guillotines, you know, so he's got a variety of submissions, you know, which is, uh, yeah, definitely a good look, right? He's fought at LFA before, LFA 42, you know, he got a split decision win over Mike Breeden that night. Now, Cassius is locking horns with the Bosnian bomber. Okanovic, who's seven and one on a seven fight win streak. <sighs> and it looks like he's fighting out of AKA. Oh, 
Well, yes. He's um, actually fought on the Contender Series. He did get a win as well over Christian Leuschen. So that was July 2019. It was a unanimous decision, um, which unfortunately didn't parlay himself into a contract. He's fought at Bellator. Right, he's fought yeah four times at Bellator, all win. No, actually five times at Bellator, all wins, which uh, you know that's always a good look. He's got that big show experience, right? And he also knows his way around a submission. You know, um, yeah, Bass, interesting. You know they they they're both savvy on the uh, on the ground, right? Both savvy on the ground. They both got you know a good number of fights under their belts. I would probably say though, I would probably say that Okanovic. I think he's probably going to get the win, right? He's uh, Okanovic. Yeah, he's got slightly more experience, and he's fighting out of AKA, you know, which is a great camp, as we all know. So, you know, he gets to train every day with a bunch of killers, and, you know, that, you can never knock that. So, our main event, it takes place in the middleweight division. We've got Josh Frimd against Bruno Oliveira. So Oliveira, he is eight and two, coming off a loss in his last fight, right? Which was ha ah, okay. We've we, you know we've seen him fight. He fought Carlos Ulberg in November on the last contender series of that year. Right, so um, he lost in the first round. Oh, yeah, it was a big, um, a big loss. But you know, we you know we we can say he's only lost twice, right? So uh, you know, he's actually got a win over Jared Gooden, who, ooh, I believe that Gooden, yeah. Gooden has fought in the UFC. He uh, fought Alan Jaban at UFC 255. And he didn't look bad. You know, he lost a decision, but um, it was a close fight. Right? I think, if I remember correctly, Jaban kind of pulled away in the third. But, um, yeah, Gooden, yeah, he fought a good fight. So, you know, that's a definitely a good win right there. Right? Definitely a good win. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, he's uh, yeah, he's got a few wins by TKO. He's also got, you know, some submissions. So, uh, yeah, Oliveira, he's n- yeah, not bad. Right? Now, 
He's um, going to be throwing down against Joshua Freund, who is 6-1, coming off a four-fight win streak. So, I mean, that's not too bad, right? His um, last win was at LFA 93, and that was October 2020. He also fought at LFA 89 in August 2020, so yeah, that's um, yeah, that's a, a good look. Both were stoppages, right? So he's got um, TKO wins. He's got re, you know, submission wins. Um, yeah, rear naked guillotines, arm bars. So yeah, not bad, not bad at all. He's also got, yeah got a solid amateur career behind him. Two, where he pulled off a big number of wins. Ha! Huh. You know what, people? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that Friend is gonna be able to pull off the win here, right? And um. Yeah, he fought a couple of times last year, both stoppages, and I think he's coming in with some nice momentum. So yeah, I think it's you know it's definitely not a uh, gonna be a walk in the park, right? Oliveira, he's uh, he's tough, you know, eight and two. He got to the contender series, so you know he's um, definitely someone who people have been keeping their eye on, right? So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that Freemd is going to be able to walk away with the win, but looking forward to checking out this card, people, definitely looking forward to that, alright, there we go, okay, people, so, we draw to a close on another episode, but before we do, let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of fight announcements. Well, before we get to any of that, UFC have signed um, two new fighters, right? So um, they've got the Performance Institute in Shanghai, right? And um, two new graduates have now joined the UFC. So, um, yeah, we have got Dragon Girl, Na Lang, right? She um, will be, uh, yeah, coming over to the UFC, which, um, yeah, that's an interesting one. She is a, uh, a straw weight. Right, and then we have a flyweight in um, the Mongolian murderer, Ori Quilong. I knew, I think that's how you pronounce it. But yeah, two new fighters and just the, the next two from the Shanghai Performance Center. Okay, so um, there's a couple of changes to the 6th of February card. Right, so um, firstly, Colin Anglin is out of his fight with Shung Wu Choi. But 
Yusuf Zalao steps in on short notice to keep Choi on the card. Now, um, also, Nico Montana unfortunately is out of her fight with Carol Rosa. So, um, I think this uh, stems from a brain scan. Uh, they they found some anomalies. So, um, Nico gets pulled from that for further checkups. And in steps, Jocelyn Edwards, who made her uh, UFC debut in spectacular style uh, the, um, the other day. Right? So, um, yeah, that'll be fun. Now, oh, there's a couple of big fights that have just been announced. So, on the 10th of April, Darren Till will be fighting Marvin Vittori. A fight that Vittori, you know, he, he called for and Till was up for. Then the following week, another big one. So, Robert Whittaker will be fighting Paolo Costa. And you got to feel, if Whittaker wins this fight, I feel that's then, uh, you know, he'll be fighting the, um, yeah, middleweight champ, Israel Adesanya, after um, Adesanya fights, um, god damn it, Polish power, they just, yeah, escaped me, god damn it, but yes, that's coming up, so yeah, I, I think if Whitaker wins, it's Adesanya, man, but um, people, that is it. We are done. So we will see you again on Friday for a breakdown of all the news that's been going down these last few days. All right. So until then, people, peace. Till I die.